0: How many times have I heard someone say, I like unschooling, but we're going to use a math curriculum because, you know, it's math, as if math is either something sacred or something to be feared. It's interesting to me because most of us have some anxiety about math, and most of us learn the same way through schools, And then for some reason, we think it's okay to duplicate the way we were taught. So our kids can what? have the same math phobia we have, or are we hoping it will work on them? So many of us have a personal bias about math, but math is all around us every single day. It's just waiting for us to notice. We're so busy denying it though, or saying how we're not a mathy person that we don't even see it out there in plain sight. I'll probably come back and talk more about this, how unschoolers learn math, but let's use this time to start at the beginning. I'm not kidding when I suggest that too many of us have some phobia about math. And the only logical conclusion is that it comes from the way schools teach it. Parents have created a lot of fear around math. They may be on board with allowing science and history and even reading to flow naturally throughout their days. But letting go of math? No. Doing that would doom their kids to a life of... Poverty, mathlessness, both seem really unlikely. Unschoolers learn math the same way they learn everything else in life. They have a need to know it. So they learn it. Pre planning because maybe they might need some aspect of it later down the road is more likely than not a waste of time. And trying to force topics on children when they have no interest simply is ineffective and often even counterproductive. Let's just admit that your high school algebra classes have long since been forgotten. And all those other math processes you were told were necessary just in case you need them someday. Well, did you? Seriously, it's worth considering. Different activities need different skill sets. Personally, I use ratio and proportions a lot, but not a lot else other than basic math for budgeting and bills. My husband overheard me telling someone that my memorizing the Pythagorean theorem and the quadratic formula seemed like a waste of time. And he quickly reminded me that he uses the Pythagorean theorem, A squared plus B squared equals C squared all the time when he's building things. Well, Okay, I stand corrected. But that still points to the idea of needing to do something and then using or learning or relearning in many of our cases that particular math skill. It's a reverse method from how it goes with the school approach. When these skills are useful in our lives, they get solidified. We could have bypassed the years of irrelevant practice problems because math sinks in when it's in context. That's why we don't remember much from our old math classes and why you may even be feeling a little anxiety as I mentioned that Pythagorean theorem or ratios and proportions even but maybe you haven't needed them arbitrary problems with no real connection to our lives just aren't going to cut it the brain does not store what it considers unimportant pieces of information unless it's actually used so when unschooled kids or any kids really are using math while playing video games it's useful to them and so their brains do remember the concepts more it's really astounding how much math is required to play some of those games Watch your kids play, whether it's video games or Legos, building bike ramps or making clover chains. Remember those? You'll see them figuring out how to find the solution. It's a practical application of all the word problems many of us hated in school. They're actually learning how to think mathematically instead of just memorizing something that they have no clue when to apply. While it's harder to measure their progress, It's such a deeper understanding. Why would you want to pull them away from their real life math activity so they could crank out a couple of worksheets? So remember that learning math isn't really the goal. It's a tool to solve the problems we want solved in our lives. In the same way that reading is a tool to gain more information or for enjoyment, not just to be a good reader or be a good math person in and of itself, Schools put the cart before the horse in this regard. Unschoolers don't have to continue to do that. And if you're one of those people still hanging on to your math workbooks or curriculum, but otherwise really liking the unschooling concept, I invite you to do a few things. Play more games, cards, dice, games with pennies. Get creative with math. Do a chalk hopscotch line all the way down the sidewalk. Clap out the rhythm of a poem. Look over at the unschooling mom-to-mom Pinterest account for the math ideas boards. I have lots of ideas there. Plan for Pi Day, it's March 14th. I have an entire Pinterest board full of ideas for this. Do a math scavenger hunt, looking for all of the hidden math in your home or community. I have several suggestions for how to do this in the unschooling guide for learning math as unschoolers. Seek out books that talk about math. Don't allow your bias to cause you to shy away from them. It's natural. If you have the ideas that you don't like math and you're not good at it, but you don't always have to act or speak on those. You can do the opposite. So that's our first foray into the unschooling and math conversation here at the podcast. And I have a lot more ideas to share. So keep coming back. Now that this is over at an official podcast platform, Feel free to leave a comment, subscribe, share with your friends, you know, all the things to help us spread the word that unschooling works. Have a great week with your family. Don't be afraid of math. Grab the unschooling guide about math if you're still nervous about how it can work or you're looking for some more practical ideas to try. And I'll be back again with you next week. Take care.